This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Sean Rogers has developed 10 design objectives for establishing your compliance training program. You consider doing the same for your organization. <clears throat> Number one, align your compliance program training's top risks. The DOJ has made clear in its last two pronouncements that your compliance program should be based on the risk your organization faces. It is critical that you design your compliance program to directly address the risk your company faces. Two, professionally designed. More and more, the training experience of the workforce is to expect professional quality training. This is tempered with the fact that anyone with an iPhone can create professional-level video. But the days of compliance training by static PowerPoint have long since passed. Indeed, compliance training will not be taken seriously if it is quality is substandard. Three, applicable to adult learners. There's a lot of debate about adult learning theory and the strategies that appeal to various demographics. Your courses should speak intelligently to a sophisticated and experienced professional audience. Companies have different cultures, different styles, and different tastes. This can mean formal but conversational, serious but not stuffy. You must guard against talking down to employees or treating them like children. Four, standardization. There are many things that really irritate learners. One of those is a lack of standards between course offerings. Learners don't want to have to learn how to use different navigation techniques in different courses. This is simple as standardizing on look and feel, location of buttons, and location of resources. Five, strategically planned. Once again, the Department of Justice wants to see your organization trained to its compliance risks. Under the 2020 update, this means you have to start an analysis to determine who should be trained and on what subjects. From there, has there been a tra- training for employees in relevant control functions? Have you provided tailored training for high-risk and control employees, including training that addresses risks in areas where misconduct may have occurred? Six, engaging. In the 2020 update, the first time the Department of Justice focused on compliance training, which would hold an audience's attention, stating that companies have invested in shorter, more targeted training sessions to enable employees to timely identify and raise those issues to appropriate compliance internal audit or other risk management functions. Seven, frequently updated. One thing you should not have is the exact same course over and over again. Just as you need to assess your risk on a more timely basis, your compliance training needs to be updated 
for employee engagement. There are some topics that are so important they have to be repeated, but this does not mean you cannot keep your courses fresh with different scenarios and different approaches to the risks, different videos, etc. Indeed, Sean Rogers has said nothing screams check the box more than a compliance training program that is identical every year. Eight, non-legalistic. My first FCPA training was a 278 PowerPoint slide deck, 7.5 hours in length, training written by lawyers for lawyers. Learning all about the irrelevant FCPA cases and enforcement action today was mildly interesting to me. The business guys had lost interest in the first 20 minutes, and then we lost them completely. The bottom line is you must tailor your compliance training program to your audience, not your audience to your compliance training. Nine, eliminate redundancy. When you require multiple courses in the same year, there's bound to be some redundancy. This means you should map out your training portfolio throughout the year. As important as non-retaliation policy is, do you really need to cover it as a learning objective in every single course? Your overall goal is to cover the topics adequately while minimizing seat time with respect to your employees' time and your company resources. Number 10, flexibility. Your compliance program should be designed for flexibility. Simply consider the year 2020 and the changes in risk management that every compliance professional has been required to focus on. As this pace of change may well become the new normal, you have to now expect that you will be required to determine a new or different risk, which you must expect to train on. Simply think about the social justice movement after the murder of George Floyd. It may well be that your organization may value other objectives. What the government has told us literally since the original FCPA resources guide back in 2012 is that it expects a well-thought-out approach. If you consider your design objectives early in the planning phase, it will not only meet this requirement, but will become your roadmap for your program implementation and enhancement later. Finally, in this new era, you'll have the ability to pivot more quickly as new compliance and other risks emerge. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, what are your compliance training objectives? Have you thought through them? Have you put them down in writing? Have you debated them within your training committee? What are they? Number two, the government has continually told us it expects a well-thought-out reasoned approach. This means if you write your program down and you think through it and follow it, you're probably going to be okay. And then finally, that leads to my mantra for compliance. What are the three most important things in compliance? Training, document, document. Document your approach. Document why you took an approach. Document changes you made to the approach. But you must document it if a regulator ever comes knocking so that you can demonstrate a well-thought-out program. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. And I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.